This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is The Times Briefing on Wednesday the 27th of December. Authorities have declared a major incident in the Scottish Highlands where heavy snow has left miles of stranded cars on the A9. People are being urged not to travel in the area. Storm Garrett is also bringing heavy rain and strong winds which have disrupted trains, planes and caused tens of thousands of power cuts. The odds of wind speeds reaching as fast as 100 miles an hour on the mainland UK this week have been slashed from 2 to 1 to 1 to 2, according to bookmaker Coral. Times Radio's Charlotte Fisher has more on the storm disruption across the UK. Rail and air services have been disrupted with British Airways cancelling 18 flights to and from London's Heathrow. Yellow weather warnings cover large parts of the UK, including more than 100 flood alerts and warnings. Some motorists have been stuck in their cars for over two hours on the A9 in Scotland, where there's major disruption due to heavy snow. Now passengers are facing three-hour delays at the port of Dover as they wait to pass through French border controls. And some Londoners have had their walks curtailed as a number of parks have been closed due to high winds. Golders Hill Park, Hill Garden and Pergola, West Ham Park and Queen's Park all shut, despite London not being covered by today's yellow weather warnings. Well, Mike Wade is senior Scotland reporter for The Times. He told us conditions across the country are appalling. Up at Dromochta, which is a notorious stretch of the road, I heard one chap had been in his car for seven hours before he was rescued because of the snow. At Ballin Luig, which is only about 35 miles to the south, the road is closed by flooding. The conditions are absolutely appalling up, up that road and generally across Scotland. The Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, will deliver the 2024 spring budget on March the 6th. The news comes as Michael Gove told The Times that the Conservatives will promise to cut the cost of a home for first-time buyers before the election in an attempt to win younger voters. Cuts to inheritance tax and increasing the income tax threshold are also being looked at. Oliver Wright is policy editor of The Times. He told us that the Tories need to do something to stop their core voters abandoning the party. The suggestions that they might abolish inheritance tax altogether. The other area is housing. The vast majority of voters between age of 25 and 50 are not planning to support the party. They're, they're core supporters in the um, over 65s, but they very, very badly need to win back aspirant homeowners. So, so I think that is now back on the agenda in a big way. Israel is expanding its ground operation into the central Gaza Strip, close to three refugee camps. The United Nations has expressed grave concerns after Israeli strikes reportedly killed dozens of people in recent days. Israel has warned Hamas the war will last for months. Yotam Confino is the foreign editor at Jewish News. He told Times Radio there's a lot of anger in Israel towards the government's strategy. I don't think anyone in Israel thought that Hamas could be crushed within three months. Most experts actually at the beginning of the war said Israelis should be expecting months with if not years of fighting. Uh, what Israelis are talking, are talking about more is whether this military strategy that the government has laid out to get the, the, the hostages out, whether that's a failure. And according to most Israelis, it is a failure. There's a lot of anger in Israel, actually. 
There were more customers in shops this Boxing Day than last year. Footfall was up 4%, but that's still almost 15% lower than before the pandemic. Consumer journalist Harry Wallop told us that shoppers' habits have changed. The move towards shopping on Boxing Day has switched in recent years. I mean, there was a time, if we think back to the Christmas Carol and Ebenezer Scrooge asking the little boy whether the turkey was still in the poulterer's window, on, on Christmas Day morning when shops were open all throughout Christmas. In the last few years, particularly post-COVID, a lot of retailers have closed on Boxing Day uh, as a sort of very visible sign that they care for their workers yeah. and they should have time off. M&S, John Lewis, even some of the supermarkets like Aldi are closed on Boxing Day and that never used to happen. We could be seeing a new bottle of fizz in the shops as the government has announced that the pint of wine is making a comeback. Wine will be allowed to be sold in 200, 400 and 568 millilitre bottles. Will Lyons, host of the Sunday Times Wine Club podcast, welcomes the move. This is great news today. I have legislation to be tabled next year. But if it happens it means that we will see the return of the Imperial Pint, which, of course, was uh, Sir Winston Churchill's favourite measure of champagne. And you can hear more on these stories throughout the day and night on Times Radio.